the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. The answer on a beautiful, beautiful Sunday afternoon. We're here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road, and we'd love to talk to you. You'll hear the train go by. Millburgers has lots of activities, the moon bounce, the uh, uh, the maze, and more. And um, <laughs> what? Don't tell me. Anyway, so lots of stuff going on here at the nursery, and we encourage you to come on out and bring the kiddos and have a good time and uh, take pictures, too. There's no one there right now, but I've seen throughout the morning folks taking pictures in our uh, Millburgers as a fall backdrop set up with uh, all kinds of stuff that folks take pictures in. Bring your dogs. They take pictures with dogs, too. Pumpkins. You know, every time that fly lands, he throws up. Did you know that? No, I did not know that. So, yes, they did. Anyway, let's, let's... It must be your imagination. I don't know. Hey, so. Trace is bringing that plan to the weekend. All right. Cool, I think. Oh, cute. Did you mention um, Milton at the pumpkin display was unbelievable? No, I, I didn't. But every every size and color that you could imagine. That the, the little teeny ones, of course, the kids love. The, but the, there's some huge ones that... They're as, massive. Yeah, about a... It was about like a 12-year-old was trying to carry one. I thought he was going to get fall down. It took, to get, it took two or three of us to get him out those out of the boxes. Yeah, is that right? Those yeah. big ones. Yeah. In fact, we had to tear the side of the box to actually get it. Yeah. To get him that out. Could, that would be. Uh, you could carve that one if you're 14 and get inside and hide in there. But we had a very interesting uh, experience right off the bat. We got the pumpkins in, and we had somebody that. Cut the top, hollowed one out, stuck their baby in it for a picture. Oh, my and, gosh, and then left. And then left the pumpkin here. Wow. Well, of course, they don't want to take they, that. They, they bought it, but, I mean. Oh. Oh, oh. oh they bought it. They okay. Bought, yeah, they bought it. Oh, okay. That, that's a, well, that's cool. So you need to, next year, need to have just a fake pumpkin. Well, they did pay for it, so I, we need to encourage that. Yes, we do need to encourage <laughs> Well, and they didn't leave the baby either. That's, that's true. No, that's true. That's encouraging. Did you, like the cats. You, you there the kittens the and the cats that get left here. No, I just heard about it after the fact. Oh, I wondered how the baby Well, let me phrase that. I, I, saw the pump, that I, I saw the pumpkin that was hollowed out and then had started asking questions after that. Oh, well, there, okay. was, there was a uh, little baby today and uh, it, was, it couldn't have been, I don't know, you know, it must have come back from the hospital in just a few days. Of course, and everybody was oohing and eyeing and everything. But that that baby was tiny. That one could. Oh, have, really? Yeah, she, she could have fit right in one of those little. Uh, <laughs> little but uh, yeah, that that display, and it's fun to watch the kids. They just get 
inspired too. And um, the way it's organized, it lets them look at all the colors and all the shapes and sizes. And uh, it's not as, uh, you know, there's not as many examples of, kid, of pumpkins getting tossed and not kicked down. And so far, at least, maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong based on what I was seeing here. But some, some every year is a little different. Yes, I guess. it is. Y'all like the new train driver? Which one? Which one? Well, we well we've had two this morning. So okay. yeah. Oh, yeah, they're he, both good. He he looked like he's not insane like uh, Roger. He didn't call us. You just think that because he didn't call us zombies like uh, Roger did. I, 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 didn't, I didn't know how to respond to that. But, uh, so uh, we've got Abel and Diego. And, oh, okay. And Diego is just as lively as Roger. Maybe more so. Well, I saw Wait him. A minute. He was out there moving the, some of the tables so that he could make these faster turns. <laughs> so that's cool. Um, yeah, the employees get get hung up on this Easter stuff. Easter. Excited about it. Uh, Halloween. Halloween. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but the, the, the uh, like other Easter. thing, if the, if the kids are at home, um, all these activities, the traffic is not real bad yet. You, can, I mean, the kids could ride in that, you know, Ride all seat at three o'clock, huh? You could always vacancies yeah. to get on. Run know. until three. But the There's moon no bounces—that's uh, from open to close. Yeah, and the maze, maze is open to close. And the pictures uh, open to close. Popcorn, okay. uh, lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> and the Boy Scouts uh, are here selling. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember what time. I think they, they, I think they, they end like about three two. Or four. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, they, they were. They, they look were, like Cub Scouts. No, oh, are they? Okay. The scouts, mm-hmm. that that then that. Well, it's hard to tell now because there's so many variations of uniform. There was a young lady uh, last weekend. I don't yeah, know that's okay. that. Yeah, that's a big yeah, uh, big deal now. Yeah. Well, Trace, let's talk about what's coming in this weekend. Spinach. Oh, well, really? Yes, sir. Yes. So uh, we will have some six-pack spinach, uh, hopefully Tuesday or Wednesday. Well, I got the suppliers. Uh, blue bonnet seed yesterday. Oh, good. Yesterday. Good. Now, I got a couple flats of blue bonnets over there, but I'm pretty sure they're Aggie bonnets. I think they're the red ones. You think so? Yeah. Okay. They look good. They're small, they but they you, look you good. You saw them this morning, then. Yeah. yeah. So, so it'll be about uh, the, from the seed I gave them, from seed to sale is usually a couple of months. Yeah, that'll put it which about are, right. Which will be right on the right on. Right on the time for Thanksgiving. I'm, I'm still waiting for you to give them some larkspur seeds so we can have that bunny bunny bloom thing going. Bunny, yeah. you want to do yeah. that? I, I, I miss the bunny. I miss the bunny bloom. Uh, <laughs> well, you can come over and and uh, cull them out of my yard. I mean, if have you, you got, do you if you got three or four Calvin? hours. You, know, you just do set you yourself up, seed, Calvin. Calvin? I don't save the seed for them anymore. You know? No, I. In fact, my basic <laughs> function is to limit them to two two rows, so that my snapdragons may have some time to. Yeah. How would you explain that to them? Yeah. To the the larkspurs? Yeah. Sure. And they, they don't no, listen. They, no, they, they don't listen, me. do they? Yeah. Then they then I tell them too, and I think I quoted you that they should be out there in that vacant lot lot out there not in my raised bed garden with the with the stocks and the uh, snapdragons and they just 
flip me the bird, you know, and just what? keep growing all over. These are rude plants. <laughs> Can we say that? I don't know. <laughs> rude, rude plants. I would have well see the other day. I could have gotten some bunny bloom larks. I, I, I think it was a great promotion. It could be again. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Well, they are good. They're, they're neat plants uh, because of what they look like. They're tough. They come back. Uh, and, of course, every our hummingbirds and our butterflies like them. Uh, they're, they're, it's just a nice addition to the landscape. Would we do that in the fall? Uh, if I remember correctly, uh, January yeah. is when you did it before. Yeah. So uh, we had transplants at Peterson. Group. Okay. And we can pretend they're respectable. That was like 30-something like 30, 30 years ago. <laughs> and we'll quit, yeah, we'll quit saying about how rude they are and how... How they spread and everything, we'll just see. Yes, they're, well, they're beautiful, beautiful uh, wildflower-type yeah. plants. Oh, yeah. they're pretty. All right. Well, that's kind of neat. Um, so let's see. Maybe oh, maybe oh. I'll get some, some from uh, Wild Seed Farm. Yeah. I bet you got some on your seed rack. Probably. A wild larkspur. You know, you know, the other thing when is When would you plant them? They're now. Now? So from seed. Yeah. Okay. They're... Uh, I always expected the color to get, uh, what do you call it? You know, when faded they, out. Or, yeah. Or, or, and but you still get a lot of good, a lot of variation in the color. Oh yeah. And lots of doubles, not 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 a majority of doubles, but lots of doubles, and then blue blues and whites and pinks even still there. Yeah. So yeah, it is a good plant. And if you got a machete, mm-hmm. keep it sharpened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So let's see. So we those uh, talked about spinach and what else was coming in? Uh, there was. Uh, I'll have to go check the sheet. There was two two okay. new things that I was excited, and I could only remember the spinach when I got up here. How are they? How are they selling the spinach? Just a spinach, or so just a spinach? What okay. they didn't put a variety name on. Um, I don't remember one. Okay. I was trying to th- figure out what is he talking about. How are they selling the spinach today? <laughs> call it some. Romantic name or something? No, we're, we're, because the varieties changes so often. Uh, of, course, of course, Coho started, Coho Spinach, everybody still remembers and wants Coho. Uh, and loves it, yeah. And we haven't got Coho seed anymore. So we, we use a new hybrids that's been tested. I think and, he's going to get his seed. So we uh, we've all talked about just calling it spinach or winter garden spinach or something like that. Okay, now is uh, let's see October. I guess it'll be it'll depend on the weather how well it does, Jerry. Huh? All right, oh, oh. I was incorrect. Okay. Uh, it is Ashley. Okay, okay, that's the last hybrid that we gave them seed of, and we gave them a lot of seed, so. Uh, I imagine it'll be Ashley for quite a while. Uh, here's the other one. Uh, celery. Somebody was asking yeah, me about I was. that. So there should be some celery in this week. All right. I'll have to get some. I like it. Why are you giving me that funny look? I'm, I'm just looking at you, Milton. I'm, it's a I'm, very forgiving plant. I'm watching you irritate those flies over there. Oh, okay. <laughs> must, Jerry must be uh, mistaken. There's no flies around. No. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. 
Trace, what else? Anything else exciting coming in? Or, uh, or well, those me? were the two exciting things, although we did get in some bounce series impatience. Ooh, what is that? For, the, for those of you who do not know, it is a uh, sun-tolerant impatient. Oh, whoa. Going into the, the fall, you know, normally impatience are shade only, but uh, as the, this one can take it even during the summer. But going into the fall, impatience can be quite beautiful. And uh, this one in the sun should be even even more so. So where are they? Uh, they are over where that big pumpkin is uh-huh. on the table, on that second table by the entrance. There's uh, four or five different colors. I thought that was uh, an unusual find. And where are the snaps? Snapdragons are, you've got some snapdragons already. Uh, see those two young people out there picking on the yeah, petunias? Uh-huh. The two tables behind them uh-huh. are snaps. What's, so which size are they, the medium? They're, most of them are the short ones left. Uh, and then there's uh, some six-inch pots on the other side of the mums. Yeah, that'll be, it's always a uh, one of the good dilemmas we have in the, this time of the year because the, the cool weather annuals can be planted, and then you still got... A couple of months of uh, the hot weather annuals, like the zinnias, can continue to look good. I wasn't going to say anything, but uh, I got the green light for Cyclamen for this next week. Ooh. Oh. Already? Oh. Yep. Calvin. And Skinny, he's, Calvin, a, he's Russian. Is I, I, is, are you getting onions, too? No. Uh. Uh, cause, <laughs> let's see. We're rushing the spinach, the Cyclamen. They had spinach this time last year, too. There's this person that's writing me on on plantanswers.com, and she she's a writer. I'm I'm getting a lot of people that want to put their writings on plantanswers.com, and they want to put them on our radio show, and they want to put them yeah. in my columns. But anyway, she's got a complete article on growing onion transplant, and so I. <laughs> I haven't written her back yet, and she sent me three emails on this, at least three, and uh, to tell her that we don't grow our own onion transplant. I don't know of anybody that's ever, well, a lot of times they direct seed them, but I imagine she's growing a long day. She's uh, from the north. Oh. Uh, we, won't, we won't hold that against her. Uh, yeah, but... Uh, uh, very few people grow their own onion transplants when you can get the quality transplants you can get from Dixondale Farms or at a reasonable spring. price. Or the price. Uh, or the price. You, you can't you can't justify growing your yeah, own. Yeah, I just it just amazes me. And then you get a bundle of at least sixty. Yeah. And uh, now the the issue is always <laughs> Why do me you and other gardeners. Yeah, you know I like I like. The f- we have six varieties, and I'd like to plant at least three or four. Uh, but if you do, I mean, you don't have <laughs> you'd have to build a new storage room for the onions in your, they, your they house. The thing about onions is you can stick them in pots with with flowers and things like that. And if you got a lot of pots, yeah, yeah. You keep. So you're looking for like a six pack, with uh, ten, yeah. of these, ten of these, ten of these, well, ten of these, no, ten of these, ten of these, one. One pack is a nice supply, and they're easy to grow. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, uh, I thought that was what you were saying was the issue, was you, yeah. you buy 60 of these, and then you have to buy. So No, you don't have to. It's just that because oh, okay. they are so desirable. It's, I got you. Uh, all those colors. Who did we have? So we had somebody yesterday said that they grew the red ones. and then Oh, Hank. And she, yeah, and she also liked the, 
ones that had a little tang and so there you know there your list is already up to like four different varieties would be yeah. great so that's good so, right. so anyway we we are we're blessed by transplant producers in this area right, with tomatoes and onions and everything else will you have any herbs next saturday i i will yeah and why is that uh, we are besides having, uh, you normally have lots of herbs <laughs> we are uh, we're having an herb seminar by mary dunford and uh, so this is this is a first for us it's an unusual one because this is a interactive uh, mm-hmm. realistically uh, they're going to get to eat some stuff mm-hmm. so i think that that's pretty cool so they're going to experiment with different vinaigrettes and how to cook and and eat out of uh, green salads and stuff with the with uh, all the cold weather crops and things that they can grow themselves. Yeah, we talked to Mary yesterday, and it really sounds like uh, she's going to make it fun and interactive, and uh, she's going to go over between it's like different varieties to grow now, how to grow them successfully, what to do with them afterwards, and how to use them in recipes. So yeah, it's going to be a really good presentation, and that's uh, next Saturday from ten to eleven thirty, yep. and. Uh, we were going to lead the protest when we heard that Jerry was not giving the herb presentation. We were very yeah. upset. But then, then when you said Mary Dunford, I guess it's hard to quite <laughs> he, question Mary. He, I mean, almost <laughs> anybody else we would have. Yeah. There would have been a major protest. We would have fussed. But, uh, but not Mary. Uh, Mary. Mary's been the source of information on herb for years. I think she was one of the originators of the farmer's mar- of the uh, herb market. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was. And that's that's going to be going on here uh, in 20th. October too. Yeah, a couple of weeks. 20th? Yeah. Yep. Okay. We're ske- yeah, Jerry and I are scheduled to All right. Should we talk about are <laughs> we, we ready? We, yes, we are because I need to get Oh, moving. okay. So we're ready for the plant of the weekend. Weekend, 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 weekend. weekend. Oh, okay, different music. That's inspiring. <laughs> yeah, we need to. This. I, I told her to go ahead and try to use this one for the plant of the weekend. It doesn't quite work as well. It doesn't work. No, we need the fanfare. All right. Sorry, Ashley. Okay, what you got? What's the plant of the weekend? All right, so most everybody out there knows what Asian jasmine is. Right. It's the most popular ground cover in San Antonio, probably in Texas. This is a variety that we got in that's uh, patented. So uh, not, ev- not every growing operation can grow it. And this one is called Summer Sunset. And if you get it in the sun and grow it out like the other, you have yellows and oranges showing up in the foliage. Hmm. So you can get a, a variegated or, uh, or some red growth in there to, uh, to not be just so, what's the word? Uh, mon- I don't want to use mundane, but different. Different than the normal Asian jasmine. I bet that would be beautiful among my oak sprouts. It probably would. <laughs> I, I, I need to inter, interplant that in in my yard. But, so. but in the shade, I, it's going to lose its variegation. So it really I, needs to be in the sun to keep the variegation. I've got some with my oak sprouts. Oh, okay. <laughs> so well, that would be that would make a nice, you know, a lot of our, we have the ground covers kind of pieces. Mm-hmm. And that would be kind of a cool triangle. Put a few in amongst the regular Asian jasmine, and you, you get a little variation in different spots. Or put them all in kind there. Kind of like highlights. So you, so you wouldn't, because you'd expect that the regular Asian jasmine would kind of take over. It will. It'll cover yeah. that up. But uh, that, would, that would be kind of a, a distinctive 
one of those uh, areas we talk about as a, the intimate garden, you know. Yeah. So these guys are five ninety nine in a quart sized pot, and we have thirty six. Okay. So mm-hmm. that's pretty. Tell me what to Google, just so I can tell everybody. Summer sunset, Asian or Asiatic jasmine. Okay, summer sunset. Yes. The, other, the other place that would be good in this. Uh, the, Mm. Side of a whis- side of a whiskey barrel would look yeah, or, really yeah, nice. Or, uh, rock the rock. A lot of people have those rock uh, planting areas, and that would be very nice. Yeah, and have, uh, I suspect it could take the uh, the western sun too. That's a, yes. Uh, it's meant to be in some sun to keep the color. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. So here's the deal we always make uh, on this or anything here at the nursery that you hear us talk about. Or, uh, if you want to just go ahead and order it by phone, you can. So if you can't come today, or sometimes Trace brings up things you've never seen before, so if you want to look it up online and you like it, then uh, you can call the nursery at 210-497-3760, 210-497-3760, and uh, they'll put aside uh, some for you. Uh, if it's a sale item, to get the sale, you would have to get the price while it's still on sale, but otherwise if you... Uh, Came in say Tuesday for this, you could uh, you could get it as well. So, all right. So two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero. We're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More in a moment on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, at nine thirty a.m. The answer. Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Do you love herbs? Have you thought about what you want to grow or what varieties you want to plant in the fall? Or maybe you just don't know how to use them fresh from the garden. Well, have we got a seminar for you. Next Saturday, October 6th from 10 to 11.30, Mary Dunford, the herb expert and owner of Nature's Herb Farm, is going to be on hand to show you what you can do with herbs. She'll talk about the best varieties for this area. She'll talk about the best herbs to grow for flavor or fragrance or just garden success. So don't miss it. If you are interested in herbs or you've always thought about this, then this is the class you want to be a part of. Mary does a great job, and we're looking forward to having her. It's this Saturday, October 6, 10 to 1130 at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. This is just one of the ways that Millburgers helps make sure you have a great gardening experience next saturday 10 to 11 30 at millburgers landscape nursery 1604 on bull road take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of one to ten. One is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades a college degree and a good job in corporate america 10 is the life of your dreams if you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell's self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hey, this is Bob Olszewski. Thanks for listening to Plugged In. He saw a small one. It still be out there. He said it fell from the sky. Gary, calm down. You know how you get. Okay, I'll try, but I'm just so scared. The movie Smallfoot tells the tale of a Bigfoot Yeti named Migo. He discovers a tiny creature with itty-bitty feet, something the Yeti history says doesn't even exist. So Migo must search out the truth. 
Taken at face value, this fun kid's pick encourages youngsters to be upright, to be curious, and to be accepting of others. But it might also be seen to be delivering an anti-authority or stretching things, even an anti-faith message. Parents should be ready to give their tiny-footed charges a little deep snow guidance. With that in mind, I'll give Smallfoot a 4 out of 5 for family friendliness. For the full review, visit us at PluggedIn.com slash radio. Plugging you into the movies, I'm Bob Olszewski for Focus on the Family's Plugged In Movie Review. Weekdays on 930 AM, The Answer, are all about what's going on in the world. But the weekends are all about you. From community leaders to managing your money, weekends are all for you on 930 AM, The Answer. Weekdays on 930 AM, The Answer, are all about what's going on in the world. But the weekends are all about you. From saluting our military to what you plant in your garden, weekends are for you on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The answer. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. Toll free outside of San Antonio, 866-308-8867. If it's bugging you in your home, you need to call Spider-Man Pest Control. Call Warren Remy and have him come over. These guys have been doing this since 1976, and uh, Spider-Man Warren Remy is... Actually, really, it's kind of cool because uh, you'll call him up and you'll say, hey, can you come on the show this weekend? And he'll talk about uh, doing something or doing more training or helping another uh, pest control company with an issue they're having. So this is the expert in San Antonio. Warren Remy knows what he's doing, uh, can help you choose the right solution for you. Uh, maybe that's an organic solution, and that's more your style. Maybe uh, you don't want organic. Maybe you want a synthetic solution. Me, uh, that's what I want. <laughs> I want that synthetic solution. You, you want the house to glow yeah. with chemicals. <laughs> well, Warren can probably help you there, too. But uh, he'll talk to you about it, too. He'll tell you whether one solution uh, is going to work or not. So uh, he knows what he's doing, and uh, folks that use him absolutely love him. Uh, Check them out online at GoSpiderManPest.com. Look, look for those reviews, and you'll see they're all good online, too. Uh, GoSpiderManPest.com, or call them at 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721 for Spider-Man Pest and Termite Control. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. What else is going on, gentlemen? Speaking of uh, synthetic... Uh-oh. You know, two weeks ago, I graciously uh, offered to take all the Roundup that yeah. people wanted to bring in. Yeah. How's that going for and you? put on the porch for me. Uh-huh. And if they, if they, the, because they were scared to have it around the house because of all the scaremongers that have been on the, talking lately, uh... And I also recommend it, even if you don't have Roundup, but you, you, you believe in the cause, that you can come into Millburger and buy uh, a, a jug of Roundup or whatever amount of Roundup you want to buy. We take any amount and keep people from buying it by you buying it and putting it on the porch up here. Why do I have a feeling your efforts have uh, not 
Yeah. I, I don't know where it is. I keep looking <laughs> on, the, on the porch. Yeah. Surely, surely. Were you going to blame it on Shirley again? Yeah. <laughs> surely there's, there's people out there that are concerned because they've heard other talk show hosts and whatever talk about the dangers of Roundup. Surely there's somebody that believes them and uh, and are worried that uh, the Roundup is, is dangerous to have around the house and uh, using use their landscapes. I think you may... And uh, and and Trace Trace and I, uh, the Millburgers here, have generously offered to take that take that off their hands and, and alleviate alleviate that woo alleviate alleviate that uh, that problem. He's, on, he's on the roundup kick again. Yeah, I walked into the end of that. So. I'm uh, not sure whether it's been. That's better than the sweet potato thing. Uh, I, I was uh, I wanted that sweet potato thing to kick off. I was uh, that was interesting. Know, the one that he did. Do you have sweet potato vine, by the way? Yes. Okay. In good. The baskets. I think. Okay. But uh, years ago, he did one with the uh, purple heart. Uh, yeah. And oh my goodness, how many people brought that in? <laughs> oh really? Tra- by the track that was in a drought. We were yeah. in a drought, and uh, nothing else would grow. Oh, so you were trying to get people to? Oh, and it yeah, was just a purple heart amounts. was the only thing that would heart. grow. And we did TV on it and everything else to really encourage people, <laughs> and uh, to bring it in. And uh, I got several calls from people that had purple heart for years. Yeah. And they called me and and thanked me for doing that because really. They said, People came by and stole or got cuttings off of their uh, purple heart that they had in the landscape and uh, uh, so thinned out their stand and made it prettier. <laughs> they, were, they were scared to do it because of snakes. Oh, well, wow. And uh, so, uh, <laughs> they said, keep up the good work. Uh, <laughs> Nice. Get, getting getting people to clean up their their landscape. So, so he does do some of these things that are actually uh, people. Listen yeah, that uh, that actually help people yes. and uh, and uh, I hate to you, change the subject, oh, but uh, you know that the GBST is going to have a land landscape school next Saturday. I didn't know that. Yeah, I knew that from yet. Oh, well, let me get the website too. Yeah. Okay. It's uh, it's uh, the. It's going to be at the Well Center at 303 Pearl Parkway over there in the Pearl area. Um, and it's from 8.30 in the morning until uh, early afternoon, about 2 o'clock, I think. A $30... Uh, Single. Uh, yeah, it's $30 uh, admission fee and for uh, one person and two people from the same household. It's $50. And it'll have uh, four major presentations. Uh, well, the presentations you, you'd expect on design, improving soil, plant selection, and xeriscaping, plus uh, the one-on-one idea consultations with you uh, talk specifically to you about your ideas. And uh, three full-color plant and landscape guides are part of the handouts. And that that is going to be Saturday, uh, the... Uh, Sixth, I believe, is that uh, Saturday? Yep, like the Saturday the sixth. Yep. And Milton's got the. There's a phone number here, two five uh, two ten two five one, 
800-8101, but the uh, best place to go to the website. Gardeningvolunteers.org. What is it, .org? It's .org. Gardeningvolunteers.org, and I'll tell you about the programs, too. Um, Millburgernursery.com is where you'll find out about the, uh, the stuff that's going on here at Millburgers, like Mary's class, which is also next Saturday. And you'll find out what's on sale, uh, like the, uh, the fall garden mums are on sale uh, in the 6-inch pot for two eighty-eight. Snapdragons, uh, we mentioned that for Calvin's benefit, on sale for in the 4-inch pot for $0.88 cents each. Uh, Three-gallon containers of our best foundation and landscape shrubs, like Japanese boxwood, dwarf yopon holly, wax leaf ligustrum, dwarf burford holly. That's a great price. Uh, yeah, for eleven eighty-eight, it is a great price. Uh, perennials, the ones in front of us uh, here on the porch, and lots of choices. My gosh. Uh, on sale in the one gallon for $4.18. And I have been seeing, just like you mentioned a couple weeks ago when they were on sale, uh, that people were taking advantage for the sauce. Oh, stuff. yes. In fact, yeah. we had a, a customer at the very end of the day yesterday. Um, normally, you you know you have to put a, a cubic yard of mulch over your, your area when you're done to uh, finish off and qualify. Uh, they were able to purchase almost almost eight bags uh, on two different sauce packages. So, I mean, they still had to buy some, but because the, most of what they purchased was on sale, there was extra money in there to do for the mulch. Oh, good. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the saws wanted us to, to mention that fact that you get that. Uh, if you get everything uh, in place by November 11th, you get that special $50 rebate. Uh, that's on top of all that, yeah. too, so... So that's a, that's a good program. And what what do you recommend, Trace, in terms? They go to the SAWS website to look look for their water saver coupons. has all the information there, too. It, it does, but they, they have the full listing of water saver plants on there, uh, which is a little different than what they actually uh, allow to be used for the, for the uh, voucher. So, so here we have the, the plants that are... All in one place, and there's a nu- n- numerous examples of the plants, so you can go right there and pick out the ones you want, and you can see what they look like. Right, or if you, had, like, if you yeah. want a whole bunch of one thing, then, uh, then we'll have them where we normally keep them. Yeah, it's, and that's uh, based on what staff said. That's working out pretty well. It, it, uh, it's accelerating the process. Yeah. Good. That's cool. Um, so that's the uh, Saws Water Saver Program. And uh, you got the hardscape choice and the uh, planting. Planting. Yeah, we, we we don't we didn't sign up for the hardscape one. Yeah. Okay. There's a patio one, and uh, yeah, we're not on that one. Uh, so that's uh, check it out, and uh, get if you if it's something that's uh, fits in with your plans for your landscape, uh, do it pretty quick. Uh, November 11th is the. Well, and considering the perennials and things are going to be harder and harder to find, especially close yeah, to the sooner the better, close to the end, and um, so now's the best selection. Hey, uh, switching gears for two seconds. The plant of the weekend is the summer sunset uh, Asiatic jasmine. Uh, go online and just Google that, and like here's a picture. Isn't that pretty? Yeah, it's very pretty. Uh, and yeah, it's uh, it, it almost looks like a salad with all the colors in it. With the yellows, the reds, the oranges. Uh, let's see the, uh, can you see the picture? Oh, yeah. There's even a, like a creamy color in there. Yeah, there is on the leaves. Like ranch dressing? Yes, like ranch dressing on there. 
<sighs> Making fun of my analogy. <laughs> All right. So uh, anyway, but yeah, go check it out. And then that's the plan to the weekend. And how much is it? They are five ninety nine. Five ninety nine on the quart size, if I remember correctly. Yep. And uh, you can uh, reserve some at two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero. What else is going on, Trace? Well, I had a, a customer come in yesterday, and the first things out of his mouth were, "I need to find a plant for somebody who has." Every kind of plant. Oh. Uh, so I had to think about that for a second. And then I came up with three options for him. Um, dragon fruit, which we've got in uh, five-gallon cans. That's a, a cactus. It's really cool-looking cactus. Did we do that as plant of the weekend? That sounds familiar. I think we did it a couple of years ago. Okay. When I, I actually, we had made some ourselves in six-inch pots. But these are big and beautiful, ready to go. Uh, spectacular plants. We also talked about the new Mexican bird of paradise. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's no way they have this because still we're, blooming. We're the first. We're the first uh, first ones to have that. We're looking and, at the sample yeah, one is, that you have. It is. Uh, it's in more bloom now than it was yeah. a month ago. So when you featured it, yeah. Do you uh, still have those in the? Uh, yes, we one, do. One, one gallon or two. Well, uh, yes, a couple of twos and mostly ones. Okay. Uh, and then we talked about uh, one of the newer varieties of Esperanza, that Bells of Fire. Mm-hmm. And it's always a good one to talk about going into football season because when football season first starts, the bloom is kind of orangish. Yeah. And then when football season is close to ending, the bloom is kind of Aggie maroon. Wait a minute. So for mixed families, yes. it's perfect. It is. I think that's one of those genetically altered plants. <laughs> well, I know I it starts out. They, they got money from both uh, schools yes. uh, and said, okay, <laughs> how, can we, how can we just do one plant that makes both schools happy? Well, that would never happen. It's ha- <laughs> it had to be an accident. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, all right. So of course, uh, there's not so enough. He, I think he bought horticultural one of knowledge at oh, the really? University of so. Texas Good. to do that. The uh, Mexican bird of paradise, the uh, different, the pinkish color, really is pretty now. Uh, it's so showy you can see it from the porch. Yeah, you can. And it's uh, it's way With, over there. Well, without my glasses, I can still see it. Here, I'll put my glasses on. <gasps> Look at it. See. <laughs> A little over dramatic. It is pretty though. You got to come see it. Uh, if you like the ones that are blooming around town. Uh, and were you here for our Crate Myrtle uh, conversation yesterday, Trace? You can give your opinion. Uh, no, I don't think I was. I have come to basically a uh, an advice uh, uh, for people trying to grow Crate Myrtles that look gorgeous. Okay. Okay, they buy them here, plant them, and then add 17 inches of rain. They will grow. They will grow, and they look gorgeous around town. Have you seen them around town? Uh, I, I've seen a few on my way home from You work. have. Yours is trying again, too, this one, although it's kind of covered by sun. But, uh, yeah, they around town, they're spectacular. And I noticed your thing, too, yesterday. Uh, they look like the reflection on the water where oh, the, where yeah. the uh, petals fall. The petals fall on the ground. Yeah. And they still got a lot of petals mm-hmm. on you know, Jerry, we were debating on the uh, uh, Pride of Barbados, whether they were done blooming. I think uh, I think there was a little kind of kick into the bloom yeah, from the rain. maybe so. Yeah, because uh, some new foliage and kind oh, of new really? growth. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Uh, the ones in my neighborhood are perked up a bit. But uh, so that that's probably contributed to the success of that pink one, too. Yeah, this, this was a good year to... Uh, Cut all the seed pods off early on. Oh, yeah. 
uh, before the rains because they bloom on new growth. Hey, so uh, let me do this real quick, too, uh, to give you an idea. There's a second lesson behind Trace's story, which is not that they have three uh, plants that are unusual. It's that Millburgers uh, carries a wide variety, and then that's a perfect question for you, for someone to come in and tell me I'm looking for this or I'm looking for that. Uh, or I'm looking for something unusual, or here's what I have, and I want to compliment it. Uh, the guys here at Millburgers, uh, all of them are t- well-trained. It can help you find that perfect complimentary plant for your situation. So, yeah. Alrighty. Anything else, sir? we got to take a break? Uh, let's do the break and okay. uh, see if I remember anything. Okay. We're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210 8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick, and this is 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Do you love herbs? Have you thought about what you want to grow or what varieties you want to plant in the fall? Or maybe you just don't know how to use them fresh from the garden. Well, have we got a seminar for you. Next Saturday, October 6th from 10 to 11.30, Mary Dunford, the herb expert and owner of Nature's Herb Farm, is going to be on hand to show you what you can do with herbs. She'll talk about the best varieties for this area. She'll talk about the best herbs to grow for flavor or fragrance or just garden success. So don't miss it. If you are interested in herbs or you've always thought about this, then this is the class you want to be a part of. Mary does a great job, and we're looking forward to having her. It's this Saturday, October 6th, 10 to 1130 at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. This is just one of the ways that Millburgers helps make sure you have a great gardening experience. Next Saturday, 10 to 1130 at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy Road. The Birthday Club is a great way to celebrate your birthday all month long. When you sign up online at 930amtheanswer.com, you'll get a happy birthday email from us, plus coupons from great businesses like Southwest Exteriors, Alamo City Chocolate Factory, Belden's Automotive, and the Mellow Mushroom. Don't miss out on being a Birthday Club member. Sign up today at 930amtheanswer.com. This is Mark Sadaski for Mark Sadaski Jewelers. I want to talk to you about family, cherished memories, and history. Look in your dresser drawer and you'll find a ring that was grandma's, a stick pin that was grandpa's, a necklace that was mother's. These are cherished pieces that bring back memories and love. The problem is they don't fit into your wardrobe and lifestyle. That's where we come in. At Mark Sadaski Jewelers, we can use the gems from your family's history and transform them into a piece of jewelry that does fit your wardrobe and lifestyle. You can then enjoy telling your friends and family that this ring has mother's diamond, grandpa's ruby, but it was made for me. Mark Sadowski Jewelers takes pride in redesigning your family treasures and memories into something that's made for you. And the best part is you contribute the ideas that will make it yours. Mark Sadowski Jewelers, a family tradition since 1933. That's 85 years. Call us at 210-377-1818. That's 210-377-1818. 
Morning, Riff. Morning, Rav. Can you believe we've been clocking in this place for a whole week now? Tell me about it. Work, work, work. But a squirrel must do what a squirrel must do, right? <laughs> yes, quite. But I cannot labor and exert energy within these subpar conditions. How is a squirrel supposed to run around, chew on stuff? Our and... world is in a state of unrest. What will happen next? How will it affect me? Can I make a difference? Who can we turn to for answers? Well, that's simple. Turn to us. 9.30 a.m., the answer. So Alexa is making everyone's life easier. Now you can ask her to turn on your lights or play your favorite radio station. And, of course, that's 9.30 a.m., the answer. We've got the answers you need every day through Alexa or at 9.30 a.m., the answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And we're going to go back to those phone lines and uh, talk to David, who's calling us from Jordanton. Hi, David. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. I What's had going on? on? I'm going to kill some termites that are eating the wood in a chicken coop. I don't want to... You know, You're you kind of. There, are you hearing that? Termites in yeah. chicken coop. Termites. He wants to know how to get rid of them. If there's a, uh, I guess a natural way to do it. I guess you're worried about the effect on the uh, chickens. Yes, an egg, right? Uh, the I think I think I. Uh, <laughs> you could see where they're they're in the wood, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, why don't you use a spinosad, spinosad, which is a, a good organic uh, t- contact killer. All right, I didn't know if that was still termites. I appreciate that. Yeah, that that that's uh, organic and and won't hurt the won't hurt the eggs at all. I won't won't be uptaken by the chicken. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, thank Thanks, you for David. calling in. You take care. Spinosad. 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 All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free. It's 866-308-8867. I think Uh, they better be, uh, I'm not sure, maybe in that situation it'll work, but termites are tough. Yeah. And so. I, I was thinking just drench them. Yeah, it'll have to be. Because it's a good good contact yeah. control. Maybe you could do kind of a little of both where you were they got, you know, using yeah. someone like Spider-Man. He's in Jordanton. I don't know if Spider-Man is in Jordanton. But, um, but you know, those products, uh, oh, the bear products, there's some products that for uh, labeled for uh, cutting, let's say for uh, termites. termites. That might, oh, of course, then you'd have to. You have to look at that label and make sure it's okay with the chickens. But yeah, yeah, yeah we wouldn't want to foul the chickens. Though. The termites are termites uh, are. Oh, he's got yeah. a million of them. <laughs> He'll be disappointed if the he just doesn't kill all those termites. Yeah, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We've got uh, Wade on the line. Hey, Wade, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Very good, sir. Thank you for asking. I hope you're doing the same. I hope you're doing well. Yeah, I think it's a pretty day out here. I good. Yeah, it is here too. I have one question about the crepe myrtles, and uh, I've noticed they're all doing great. Also, 
if I dig one big hole and I get two pitch Z crate myrtles of different color, can I have an established tree that blooms two different colors later? Absolutely. You uh, the the tree will, in other words, the, both the trees will grow, and uh, the side that the, the colors will stay stay with the side side of the tree that's uh, that's that color. One or the other might be a dominating kind of plant, though. Might grow faster. You might have to complement it with some pruning. Yeah, you want to make sure when you do that, or if you do that, that you get uh, crape myrtles of a similar growth size. I'm going to use Tig Z. Going to use what? It's, 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 a, it's a pig Z size. It's like a six foot five. I think they call it a six foot high. Right, six to ten. Yeah. And you going to so, use which one? I'm gonna, well, uh, I guess it's a dwarf or a semi-dwarf. Okay. But so, uh, uh, make sure you also get a white one. If you say you're, you're doing white and pink or white and red or what? Correct, white and pink. Okay. Uh, but make sure you get both colors in the same size category. Right. I don't want to get matches for the white. Yeah, you're going to have white. Period. <laughs> you'll have white twenty feet tall, yeah. and right, uh, and uh, pink would be a little lower growing, which would look oh, kind yeah, of weird. Yeah, I'm going to use the dwar- uh, dwarf. Yeah. Okay. Well, make Thanks, sure guys. you get a dwarf in the white too. Yes, sir. All right. Good luck to you. That sounds like a good good project. Thank you, sir. Have a good day. All right. Thank Thanks, you for man. calling. Bye bye. You take care. That'll free up a line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. So, Kevin, when are you going to start recommending fertilizing your lawn for the fall? Right now. Right now. Yeah, October for, tomorrow is October first. That's right. So, winterizer fertilizer, um, and uh, according to the instructions in three one two ratio, uh, one of the most common ones is uh, eighteen six twelve. Right. Is that on sale here at Milton? It is. It is. Uh, Regularly thirty dollars. Your choice for twenty dollars. And the fertilization now, you know, we talked about this because uh, of the rain and everything that you got. We got some new growth out of the the lawns, but generally they're going to be changing their growth mode. That fertilizer you're going to be applying now is going to contribute to their ability to tolerate cold weather this winter. And it also is a major factor in how fast they'll green up in the spring. Right. But, but you uh, you probably will, should not expect it to, to get a lot of growth out of your lawn from it uh, because it's uh, with the day length changes and everything that the, the lawn is get mobilizing, changing its chemistry a little bit. But now is the time. And It'll green other, it up. It'll green it yeah, up. Yeah, really green it up nice. The other thing is that fertilizer is perfect to use. I was thinking of uh, everybody's tomatoes, you know, they've been oh, yeah. just barely hanging on. Now they're 
got those big leaves or setting fruit and growing really fast, they need to get that some fertilizer. That's true. It's a good point. Uh, keep you don't want them to to harden off or to stop their growth. They, you want them to keep growing until they're ready to set their fruit. And so uh, use that same winterizer fertilizer on the lawn and and for your tomatoes and for your snapdragons, zinnias, whatever you're planting out there. So that's starting now, huh? I'm thinking, yeah, the October 1st is when we it's uh, kind of snuck up tomorrow. on us. Yeah, yeah, it has snuck yeah. up on us. Uh, and like I said, this is a good time since all over fur. Also, if you want to use an organic uh Fertilizer. They've got the Millburger Natural Lawn and Garden Fertilizer, or Lawn and Garden Fertilizer with Mycorrhiza fungi in there. Yeah. Little mycorrhizas are running in there. Yep, that, that's good. Uh, you, when you pick up the bag, you can feel the little mycorrhizas. You hear them go, yay, hey, what's going on? <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> but anyway, they, they've got that on sale, too. Uh, I, I guess it's the same price. Uh, the the oil organic uh, type is six one two. So there's and three. The winter fertilizer is eighteen six twelve. Like yeah, that. there's three times as much nitro- nitrogen in the right. And that's right. synthetic. So keep that in mind. Uh, as desirable as organic fertilizer may be, you don't you, you pay a lot more for the nitrogen in an organic fertilizer. So you want to add three times as much. That's right. And it's not a it's not a uh, fast release, uh, fast release, which is what the original research said uh, that we that's that why A and M did for yeah, years. Yeah, that's why we we refer everybody to a, use a winterizer fertilizer because it is a fast release. Right now, the you know we're the timeline is real short. That grass is in a state where it can use those that new those nutrients for that uh, winter hardiness. But it needs to do them pretty quick, and then before the cold weather comes, and so that's a factor. But uh, if you've been thinking about fertilizing, now is a good time to do it. Hey, Jan's on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Jan, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Wonderful. I heard the man talking about planting two trees in the same hole and it reminded me of when I have been to St. Louis, Missouri and I ha- in many yards I would see three different trees of different heights planted in the same hole and it made a bouquet because they would huh. have a red bud they would have a red bud which was low then they would have a um, a white birch which was tall and then a weeping willow for a middle-sized tree. And while they were young, you would have the the bright red and then the bright green and then the white tall with the green leaves. It was absolutely beautiful, like a bouquet in a yard. Huh. I've never That's heard of that. That's pretty neat. That's interesting. I, I, saw it, I saw it in many yards, and I was wondering why we couldn't do something like that in San Antonio. I wondered if you had any suggestions for combinations of things that would grow three different heights or three different colors. Well, uh, why, why, why couldn't we just use crepe myrtles? We've got uh, them at all, all different heights and all different colors. Well, you also have, though, texture involved. 
with with the you know the black branches. Well, we could use red buds, red buds and yes. crepe myrtles, but of course Oklahoma red bud. Yeah, or te- Texas red bud. The wi- the uh, willows and the birches are tough to use. Though there is yeah. one, yep. there is one birch that's on the market here. We're not not absolutely sure how how it'll work in our our climate, but uh, yeah. So we'd have to find two replacements for that. The w- willows don't last long. The weeping willows wouldn't. Uh... Yeah, and they ha- they kind of have to be planted near water, don't they? <laughs> Yeah, they need a lot of water. And they, yeah, they, they, they don't like our, our summer. I think crepe myrtle well, is your best bet. Make it make a choice between the different crepe myrtles if you want different sizes. You don't okay, have to, Jerry, that, Jerry, that's too easy. I want you to think of something more creative. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. How about uh, Texas mountain laurel? Okay. Different textured leaves and different, yeah. It's evergreen. And the, and the evergreen and the purple. Yeah. And with what? What, a, with what other small trees? With a have? red bud and with a uh, crepe myrtle. Well, do well, the, uh, it, certainly the ma- it certainly is as good as birch and willow uh, <laughs> Well, that's true. <laughs> well, they aren't going to fly in San Antonio. How about no. the pomegranate trees? Pomegranates stay small? No. Oh, yeah. Do they have an they they have a tendency to get pretty big and, and they they don't bloom that much and they're they're real dominant I mean you so thick you, you, oh they're just okay. they're they're not good partners yeah it's a good question though I mean I know I can tell the guys are thinking except for Jerry who's just doing crepe myrtles <laughs> <laughs> I want to make it work oh, okay. and in a hurry and he's okay. But you could have pretty oh. with crepe myrtles if you did mix them like that with, oh, with yeah. the whites and the pinks or the the whites and the purples. That would look really pretty. Yeah. Yeah, just so that but Jerry made a good point before, just so the the size is Well, the same. but you it's, could plant three different sizes so you would have a, a cascade of color. Yeah. For a while that would work. <laughs> but they yeah, they they'll compete. But if you uh, yeah, if you intervened with a pruning every once in a while, you could... Uh, yeah, that's what I was last. just fixing yeah. to say. Yeah. Hey, we need to run to, to uh, the news, okay, Jan? Thank, okay. Good question, though. We'll, Bye, see, Jan. we'll see if anybody else uh, will chime in on that one. That was a good one. All right, 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break and come back in just a moment. 210-308-8867. We're back with Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons. We're live on the porch here at Milberger's at 1604 and Boulevard Road where it's a pretty day and lots of folks are out here doing some shopping. Uh, I think, uh, I don't know if you were, when Trace was talking, there was a man who walked by with some little delicate purple flowers. Was that the fall aster? Yes. Yeah, those are pretty. Uh, <laughs> but I like to kind of watch and see what people are getting in their baskets and stuff. So, um, But anyway, yeah, come on out and visit with us. Uh, the Boy Scouts are here. Uh, bring the kids or bring the dogs. You can do pictures. The kids can run around on the moon bounce. Yeah, they've uh, got a nice setup there to do the pictures. Have you looked at it? Yeah. With a couch in there and the pumpkin and everything around there. Yeah, I, I looks took, like a setup deal for the for the home. 
and they've got the, the uh, backdrop there, so you can't see that it's in the nursery. Right. Yeah. So no, it'll it's, actually look like you're in a in a living room. Oh, like, rather than pumpkins. A, is it not scary? Like no. a Halloween no, decoration? No, 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 no. No, right. it's, just, it's just very. That's f- unusual. That's a good play. Good place to. In other words, it's not a little chair that you have to sit uh-huh. in to take the picture. It's a kind of a couch, isn't it, Milton? I thought it was, yeah, a bench, but maybe not. Yeah, well. Uh, are there pumpkins or anything a, in there? I'll have to look Yeah, yeah, go, go check yeah, it out. Yeah, nice. And, All right. Uh, they've got nice cushions on it and everything. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah, we're thinking the same thing, but just different. Yeah. <laughs> 210-308-8867. The number to call to be a part of the show. We so, talked a lot about uh, all of the programs that are available uh, to pick and choose from this in October, and of course you go to the uh, the website here at Millburgers, and there'll be all that information. Uh, another one is the tree management workshop uh, on October 11, 2018, with the the uh, Texas Agriculture Extension Service, AgriLife Extension Service, and that's uh, it's an all day program. Yeah, that's, I think that's the best tree program we've had here in 10 years. At and least. you can get, uh, if you need CEUs for your pesticide licenses or for your master gardener classes right. or landscape association, they're all awarded because this is a serious program. Oh, yeah, serious people, too. Yeah, it's going to be, they'll be talking about oak wilt, they'll be talking about. Uh, uh, how to identify, manage the tree diseases, insect pests. Uh, and one of the topics that we we talk about quite a bit, uh, root collar yeah. uh, we, excavation. A lot of people don't, don't take it as serious as they need to do it. But anyhow, it's a $40 program, well worth it. It's all day, and you do get those uh, credits. Uh, open to the hobbyists and open to the professionals. Yeah, and uh, they'll have demonstrations, too. That's right. 8.30 to 4.30 p.m., and the lunch is being provided by Bartlett Tree Experts. Oh, that's nice. So it's a serious all-day program. And there looks like some hypoxylin on the poster that they yeah. sent us. There's a example of uh, hypoxylin disease, which we've talked about a lot, especially in the droughty periods. So for more information on that, uh, you can call 631-0400, Denise, or you can go to the AgriLife Extension uh, uh, website and uh, go to Tree Management Workshop. It's a great program. Yeah. That's 210. Uh, oh, that's true. Six, uh, six three, that's a county office. County office. Yeah. 210 631 Now, if you're into butterflies, uh, I invite you to to 5007 East Beverly May out there in Dream Hill Estates near the Medical Center. There'll be a, uh, we'll have a program from 5 to 6.30 p.m. on t- this Tuesday. Uh, and it'll be at uh, a tour of the butterfly garden out there. Let's uh, talk about the plants in the garden and also the butterflies. The monarchs are there now and, uh, of course, uh, seven or eight different other varieties of Butterflies will be there. So that's uh, Tuesday, uh, 5 to 6.30, 5007 East Beverly May in Dream Hill Estates. That's out by the Medical Center. And then on the 6th, uh, 
October 6 at 9.30 a.m. I'm going to uh, be giving a presentation, uh, Gardening to Attract Birds and Butterflies, and that will be at Birds Unlimited at uh, 14602 Hebner Road in the Almost Creek Shopping Center. Uh, that should be a, a really interesting uh, because there's a bunch of bird experts out out there at the uh, at the Birds Unlimited, and we'll, we'll match notes and uh, we'll answer any questions you might have. 9.30 a.m., Birds Unlimited, out there in the Almost Creek Shopping Center. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Kevin, I'm kind of disappointed in your fertilizer, uh, winterizer answer. Really? What did you want me to say? Like I, I've got the <laughs> official Neil mm. Spare Weekly Newsletter. Oh. And what's he saying? Is it too late or too early? <laughs> it's it's getting too late. It's time for the final feeding for 2018. Now yeah. you yeah. got to realize he's riding for Dallas, and yeah. Fort Worth, and up in there. Well, that's that's kind of our that's uh, our final feeding too. October first is our yeah. is our target date. That's especially critical if you received heavy rains over the past couple of weeks. We did. Mm-hmm. High nitrogen fertilizer for sandy soils. All nitrogen fertilizer for clays. In all cases, a high percentage of nitrogen should be in the slow-release form. I don't think he remembers the original documentation of that. Or he's rebelling for some reason. No, he's not rebelling. He just doesn't remember it. He talks about Are you saying that he's getting old? Yeah, he's he, our age, he, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I, I think he's a little younger than younger, maybe a year or two. But uh, that's the, the original research on that. I, I wish I had the original paper on plantanswers.com, but I'm pretty sure I don't. Uh, talked about uh, winterizers were, were mainly to... Uh, in my uh, uh, cold hardiness to the lawn, and that was done by the use of uh, potassium, the the third the third listing on the on the bag, like like when we say um, winterizer fertilizer was eighteen six twelve, that twelve six is the phosphorus, eighteen is of course is nitrogen. Six is the phosphorus, and 12 is the potassium. And that's supposed to give uh, winter hardiness. And uh, we wanted immediate release. We want fast-release fertilizer. That's why we changed. Uh, on our recommendation for the spring, we talk about only use slow-release fertilizers. And in the winter, uh, for the winterizers, uh, we use uh, fast-release fertilizers, okay? That's the way I remember the research. Is that the way you remember yes, the research? Yes, I do. That's been 20 years ago or been longer? A, been, a, been quite a long time. It's been a successful run in terms of uh, yeah. uh, efficient use of, of uh, fertilizers and environmentally appropriate use of fertilizers at you know, slow release in the spring, so that, yeah. that the whole idea is we want to get all those nutrients 
utilized if they're going to be put on the, the lawn they need to be utilized they don't runoff is no good and so we you know we had these semi-complex formulas to do that and it's worked pretty well and if you fertilize now now that the my grass is, is growing in other words it was mowed uh, what last week and now yeah. it needs another mowing well, my, and, and we need the grass to be growing to uptake the fertilizer. Well, it needs at least to be green. Yeah, at least to be green. Green yeah, and growing. And then we need the uh, that uh, transpiration occurring. So now is the ideal time to add the. Uh, what if you have just the lawn with uh, horse herb? I don't think my horse herb needs fertilizer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fertilize now, my horse herb. Are you speaking? Well, I, I say I don't fertilize. Have you my checked herb. with your horse herb? My <laughs> horse herb's got a mind of its own. When I, when, I, when I fertilize my lawn, I fertilize the horse herb. So, uh, and I, I've been told by the lawn, the lawn professional that takes care of my yard uh, that uh, my horse herb is some of the healthiest horse herb. Wow! In the in the in the in the old the old days, he used to say, "That damn that darn weed uh, is uh, uh, your, your, your yard has really got a I think tough weed." Right the first time. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Evelyn, Evelyn will t- tell him about yeah. the horse herb. Uh, who? Evelyn. Oh, that old woman that calls in here. Don't right? you pick on Evelyn. Uh, <laughs> I'm with you, Al- Evelyn. Yeah. <laughs> Milton and I, you've got two votes. <laughs> We're on your side. But anyway, so... Uh, so what is... Uh, the so winter risers are, like I said... Is he, and the he say we, slow release in the, win, in the winter? In the, yeah. Huh. And he said uh, pure, pure <laughs> nitrogen? Yeah. Huh. All nitrogen fertilizer for clay, cat clays. In all cases, a high percentage of nitrogen should be used in a slow-release form. Hmm. Now, what we do, what we say is, I, th- I think that slow-release form is more applicable down here or in San Antonio and South yeah. than it is in Dallas because, uh, you know, our grass keeps growing until, until Christmas. Sometimes all Sometimes the after winter. that. Well, in fact, when we did the don't, don't bag it demonstrations, yeah, we uh, the the question came up. Well, so, you know, can we go ahead and use that slow release lawn fertilizer yeah. that we gave everybody in the winter time? And uh, we said yes because yeah, it's a that's right. Minimal environmental threat, minimal waste. It worked pretty well here in this climate. And remember, we even with slow release for formulations. You get 50% of it uh, rapid rapid growth, so oh, okay. you, you get a response from uh, slow-release. And when you're talking about a 19 or, or an 18% nitrogen, yeah. that's, that's quite a shot. And uh, also he says uh, the, that uh, that uh, you, get a, you get a benefit, uh, the same fertilizer you apply to the lawn, will also benefit trees, shrubs, and ground cover beds as they store nutrients for the best early spring growth. Yeah. It's close. Um, <laughs> so anyway, you need to check with Neil before you make these uh, rash <laughs> statements. 
I don't think he's going to check with Neil. Neil no, I think I don't. I think, Neil, I don't think Neil had a, a real good write-up about uh, uh, Firebush, talking about what a great plant that was. Neil did? Yeah, Neil did. Oh, in, yeah. in the, in the, in the uh, Neil Perry newsletter, weekly newsletter. And uh, he made, he put a sentence in there. He said, my extension service friends, Greg Grant, and doctors Gary Parsons and Steve George worked hard to bring this fine plant to gardeners of Texas almost 30 years ago. And we've been blessed by their efforts ever since. My goodness. What do you think of that? You've been blessing people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Without a license. <laughs> Without a license. <laughs> but anyway, um, we got in some questions. I got in one this morning. On this, uh, I, th- I think we talked about this yesterday about the uh, sometimes the the new the uh, the new growth on Prada Barbados uh, turns purple or, or it has a purplish color, but but still healthy, of course. And Forrest Forrest Appleton wrote him back and said that. Uh, Said that in the, in the description of uh, of Prada Barbados, they they actually say that it has a fol- new stems and foliage are reddish to purple, so don't be concerned about the uh, the color change. Now we're also in the point in the uh, in the time of the year that people are collecting the seed. Don't collect the seed of Proud of Barbados because you're setting yourself up for a, a failure. Uh, and the What's re- Neil say about that? Uh, yeah. He had not address that. <laughs> uh, uh, but that, this is not going to stop people. I don't even know why I'm bringing this up. But the, the problem with the seed, you, you can, you can, it's a tropical plant, so it'll freeze in the winter. So you have to save the seed until next spring, uh, till the soil temperature warms up. Or if you got a greenhouse, you've got to got to uh, grow it in a greenhouse uh, so, so it won't freeze. And then you put your, when you put it out in the in the soil in the soil temperature when when coming out of the spring, it, the soil temperatures are cooler. So um, you put you put it out there, and the thing just stays vegetatively vegetatively growing for most of the most of the summer. Back when you're seeing them, them bloom beautifully all over all over town, and so you say, "Well, I'm in no hurry. I'll just wait wait another year." Okay, if you wait another year and they plant it outside, they probably freeze to the ground. And start the whole system over. So, you're be- much better off. I know we we work here at the nursery or, or do the show from a nursery, but they it, when the temperature warms up, they will ha- be having sales on Prada Barbados uh, with blooms on them. And the, the, those are the so if you if you want to get your money's worth and save yourself a lot of time and trouble, just wait to wait till uh, early early to late summer, 
and uh, buy you a, a Pride of Barbados with either bloom buds on them or blooms on them, rather than trying to save the seed. I know you want to recreate the same color and, and prettiness that your neighbor no, has. They may just like to grow seed and if I have fun gardening. So. And don't be eating the seeds. So, uh, <laughs> who, who, who eats the seed? Paul doesn't Everybody. eat the seed anymore. <laughs> Everybody eats the seed. Or, or ask about They said they look, Did like, you see they, the, they look uh, like a bean. Well, they're the, a legume. They're a legume family. Texas Mountain Laurel seed is dropping everywhere. The, oh, yeah. The oh, red yeah. seed, yeah. So uh, that'll be... They'll be sprouting next spring, and uh, that that seed you is a good thing not to eat. Yeah, that, well, uh, yeah, good thing not to eat. <laughs> yeah, that's but a way to put it. It's not a it's not a direct threat, uh, but it's not something to mess around with. I know uh, if you chew, it's a direct threat. Well, uh, but it's uh, you t- have you ever t- it's harder than heck to chew. I know, but if you do, yeah, you've heard that Paul story about having that guy in for for uh, in uh, for an interview on the uh, on the botanical garden uh, 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 superintendent or whatever they call him, and uh, he picked up a mountain laurel seed and started chewing it. Mm. Well, Paul, yeah, Paul. Did. Tells a lot of stories about Texas mountain laurel. Uh, yeah, yeah. The Indians used to, Indians used to make a hallucinogen drink mm-hmm. out of uh, mezcal out of them, and and you always want to talk to an Indian that uh, with a recipe that lived through it because you you get them to get it too strong it'll kill you. Yeah, there's a lot of things like that. Yeah. Hey, we need to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We've got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Do you love herbs? Have you thought about what you want to grow or what varieties you want to plant in the fall? Or maybe you just don't know how to use them fresh from the garden. Well, have we got a seminar for you. Next Saturday, October 6th from 10 to 1130, Mary Dunford, the herb expert and owner of Nature's Herb Farm, is going to be on hand to show you what you can do with herbs. She'll talk about the best varieties for this area. She'll talk about the best herbs to grow for flavor or fragrance or just garden success. So don't miss it. If you are interested in herbs or you've always thought about this, then this is the class you want to be a part of. Mary does a great job, and we're looking forward to having her. It's this Saturday, October 6, 10 to 1130 at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bolvorty Road. This is just one of the ways that Millburgers helps make sure you have a great gardening experience. Next Saturday, 10 to 1130 at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bolvorty Road. <laughs> 
Morning, Riff. Morning, Raf. Can you believe we've been clocking in this place for a whole week now? Tell me about it. Work, work, work. But a squirrel must do what a squirrel must do, right? <laughs> yes, quite. But I cannot labor and exert energy within these subpar conditions. How is a squirrel supposed to run around, chew on stuff, and make acorn tea in this attic when all those humans are down there making absurd amounts of noise? It's preposterous. Don't you mean nuts? <laughs> <laughs> Look down there. Who is the missus talking to at the door? Oh, no. No, it's that chap that closed down our previous operation. Crittery Victor! Crittery Victor excels at all types of rodent removal because that's all they do. Unlike pest control companies, Crittery Victor specializes in humane animal control and exclusion, which means your unwanted critters ain't getting back in. So whether you have possums, rats, mice, skunks... Cheerio, Raph, and I don't mean honey nut. And yes, even squirrels. Call Crittery Victor at 210-906-8910 for your home or office. 906-8910. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell, self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. Hey, uh, if you're uh, out there enjoying the deck today, take a look at it and uh, as you're listening to the show or just take a look out your uh, back door and see, is it how you remember it? If it's not, uh, it can be. Uh, that's what uh, Barry Hagendorf of Deck and Patio Care specializes in. Go take a look at his website and you'll see some of the before and after pictures. And they're just amazing. Uh, so I'm guessing it might be sort of a, a dullish, blackish gray right now if, if it's uh, kind of uh, been weathered or they've gotten the rain on it. Uh, and it needs sealing or it needs, um, um, oh, shucks, you know, where you, uh, I'm blanking out on the word. But uh, you're not even 70 years old. I right? know. But if you need your... Uh, Deck to, to you're kind, you're kind of like those decks you're describing, huh? Yeah. Yes, I know. Kind of. <laughs> you need some ceiling. I and need some ceiling. Refreshing. And, yeah, duh, but uh, a lot of folks will just uh, kind of paint it, Barry was saying, and you don't want that. Uh, so get, go ahead and give Barry a call and have him take a look at it and have it look shiny and new again. His number is 210-822-9147, 210 210- 822-9147 for Deck and Patio Care. Uh, you'll see the pictures. You'll read the testimonials. He'll even give you some tips and advice on different uh, woods and stuff. And cleaning and sealing is what I was looking for. So uh, take a look at it. You can also do pebble stone, uh, concrete driveways, all that good stuff. It's 822-210-822-9147 or deckandpatiocare.com, deckandpatiocare.com. Com. All right, 210-308-8867. That's our number, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. We got a question. Did you have something, Joe? Oh, no, I was just waiting <laughs> in Wait anticipation of what you were going to say. We have a, que- have a question there. I was kind of hoping it's something about sweet potatoes. <laughs> I have a, uh, the question was, I have a ficus plant, and the leaves are sticky. E. 
Also, the leaves fall off of the plant every day. That's not a good thing. What's the problem? And Forrest answers them back. Your ficus has sucking insects. Yo! Mm-hmm. Most likely aphids or mealybugs, which are sucking the sap out of the plant, and the sticky stuff on the plant of the leaves is their excrement. Yeah. And I think Forrest that, used that word. And, if and you want more places. information on that, it's, uh, <laughs> we covered it in the, uh, the article yesterday. Did too. you really? Yeah. Mealybugs and aphids. Did you use the term excrement? <laughs> um, let's see what he used. We're all big boys here. I tried, tried to use the, let's see, I usually <laughs> use the honeydew. Yeah. German oil treatment. He, uh, Forrest puts called honeydew in, in parentheses. No, I just I just talked about them sucking the juices, and I didn't I didn't go into the fact that they'll leave a. Uh, oh, here the insects suck the juices from the host plant. If they become thick on stems and trunks, they can deplete the plant's nutrients, and cause decline. And then the usual way to control scale and mealybugs is to apply dormant oil. The treatment eventually suffocates the insects. Apply the oil in a summer mix. So, yeah, that's that's one of the those uh, new season insect pests that we talked about in the article. Yeah, Forrest says kill kill the bug and you will take care of the problem. Your favorite nursery can recommend products. Almost any product will that you can spray on there. If you want to do it organic, you use a spinosad. You have a little. A lot of a lot of people. Um, it's easy to kill those aphids. Of course, the mealybugs aren't that easy. But oh, and scale is not that easy. But, uh-huh. but if you got aphids, easy to kill aphids. But you don't. The whole the issue doesn't clean up clean uh, after the. Takes a little while for the right, stickiness for, for to, that black yeah. blackness, the city mode. So uh, a lot of times we'll find people that have done what they needed to do. But they're still doing addition, adding more insecticides and uh, worrying about it more uh, just because it doesn't immediately stop being sticky or, you know, we don't, the sooty mold doesn't disappear. But that's a long, a relatively long term process. You, easy to kill the, the aphids, but uh, harder to get rid of the sticky material. Right, right. Not much uh, fun uh, when it's on your car. And also, uh, with that that brings up the the fact that uh, that you need to watch your pot, patio plants, hanging basket for insects and diseases, and you deal with them outdoors so you won't bring them in for the winter. So uh, you know you got you got some of your plants out on the patio and you inspect them for insects and make sure that you got clean plants. Before the weather turns cold in November, I guess. All right, so i got an easy way to do that. What's that? As long as it's not on an edible plant, Bonide makes a product that is a systemic insecticide that you put in the pot, and it sucks up through the roots and kills any bug that's sucking on that plant. All right, and it doesn't stink. Uh, not to me. <laughs> and you, as long as you think about your uh, impact on butterflies... Most of the most of the things the plants we're talking about is yeah. it's not going to be a, going to be a it's not going to be an impact. But and and even even if it if it does have a have a 
undesirable odor. Uh, that's why you treat it now. You work on it now. What are you seeing? Are you seeing that asaphate has a... Yeah, has that, a, that's what I was coming, well, this is, this was coming not, to mind. Yeah, this is, doesn't smell like asaphate. <laughs> Although I do like the smell of asaphate. Oh, jeez. Well, it always is reassuring to me because you you, you know if asaphate's been applied that it's working. Yeah, well, you, yeah. You it's, can, something, it's something happening, at least. My motto is if it stinks, if stink kills... Asaphate does the job. It does. That's the best one. But uh, anyway, if you if you see that you've got a problem now or beginning of a problem now, and you treat with one of these chemical types, then uh, you have time to leave it out there on the patio for the any any undesirable odors or or residues to come along. So anyway. We got uh, one of the things we talk about too in the article is about the mosquitoes, and it's always, you know, talking about uh, insecticides. Uh, it's better for butterflies if you don't use insecticides, but you're not going to stop using insecticides if you've got a mosquito issue, if you've got young right. children, or if you've got uh, young mothers. Or expectant mothers in your household, you got to deal with that mosquitoes because they're because of the potential uh, virus threat. So Milton and I were talking about that yesterday. This is a, probably a, a one of those times when it'd be ideal to talk to somebody like um, our friends at uh, Spider-Man. You know, I you know I can just uh, the, talking to them. It would be we. Uh, we love the butterflies. We don't want to affect the environment, but we also want to protect our family from the, the viruses that the mosquitoes care for. So let's let's have a program that does that job, but also minimizes the any kind of uh, threat on the environment. And that's and that's possible. I mean, uh, you can you can uh, have that happy medium if you just work at it. Don't you think, Milton? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Absolutely. It's uh, and that's uh, it's where it's good to have a professional that knows what they're doing. And yeah, and you got all those, you know, mil- um, Trace has got some fa- uh, favorite systemics, and mm-hmm. we've got some. Jerry and I have some favorite uh, treatments, uh, and Spider Man is kind of, and, and there's other. Uh, I'm sure there's other. You know, Spider Man's our favorite, but uh, there's other. Uh, pest companies that are in that uh, close to that same league uh, where you can come up with a strategy that uh, protects your family. Sue is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, Sue, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm calling with a question about planting a tree. I live in Fair Oak. Everything in my yard is live oak. And the oak wilt is coming my way. So I'm wanting to plant something that will not be susceptible. <clears throat> Somebody told me that a red oak was a good choice. And no, Wait a minute. That's the worst okay. choice. That's, well, that's why I'm calling. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, 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 didn't, I didn't think it was. So, yeah. What would you guys well, the, the, suggest? Yeah, well, the, the, 
red oaks individual trees are susceptible and they produce they're the trees that produce the spores of course the obvious one is cedar elm that's so that's okay. in that same league with the oaks drought tolerance large tree attractive and if you want to stay with an oak tree then you're going to need to go to a different class called a white oak so there's four different varieties that would grow in your area uh Monterey, Burr, Chinkopin, and Lacey's are all, for now, not susceptible. Okay. And you could, go, you could go to the, if you wanted something a little different, uh, you, can, you can go to the Mexican sycamore. And, uh, Ch- Chinese pistache is now yeah. coming. Another, another, another one, though, we used to talk about more before the big droughts, but... Montezuma cypress. Yeah, I was just thinking of that. Yeah, Montezuma cypress is a yeah. kind of a cool. If you got a, especially if you mm-hmm. got a relatively large piece of property. We do, we do. It's awfully pretty. Um, what, yeah. is, what is the maple that they're growing in Bernie? Is that something to look at? Well, there's three yeah. diff- three yeah, different so. maples that'll work here. So Shangtung is probably the most likely, uh, but we do carry a big tooth, which is what you'd see in Los Maple State Park. And another one called Mexican sugar maple. That one, we're probably the only one around. That one was found in the mountains of Mexico, which are, are similar pH conditions to what we have here. It okay. is. They are uh, They are a little tougher. They're tougher to grow than any of the other ones we mentioned. Slower, yeah. Yeah. And you, uh, some, uh, we got uh, at least one of those maples growing in my neighborhood. But, of course, the other... The white oaks or the cedar elms, or you put them in the ground, you expect them to grow at a, a, a strong rate, and uh, do they? They're, okay. They're, they're, yeah, they're easier to take care of. Okay, because I don't have a lot of water where I'm wanting to put it. I can get it going, but once it's going, it's got to be on its own. Okay. So, all, um, all those that we mentioned are are capable of doing that. Okay. If you if you, then, if you water it till it if you water it when you till it gets established. But there are exceptions. Right. Like th- this year, you know, we got super hot, super fast, and no rain. I mean, you would need to mm-hmm. figure out a way to irrigate even a well-established tree a couple times during that situation. Okay. Well, we could do that. I just don't want to be dragging hoses, you know, once a month unless I it's really drought. You know, so who, who, who's digging the hole? I haven't figured that out yet. Uh, <laughs> that's the most important question in Fair Oaks. Yeah, uh, who's blasting? The, I, I said, who's blasting the hole? Well, and that's it. And we are. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, gonna, it's not going to be easy. No. So but get that to get something to go from. So get the smaller, get the smallest tree you can find. Or the other right. option that Jerry has used many times is uh, yeah, those, all those trees we mentioned will respond pretty well to uh, a mounding bit. You know, you dig the hole as deep as you can, and then you uh, and then you mound the soil up or to cover the the roots if if it's not as deep as you want it. And uh, you can't go overboard uh, because you want no. a sturdy tree and a good root base, but that works pretty well, too. Oh, no, we will plant a tree out there for you. Do y'all use jackhammers and stuff? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and it costs a little more when we have to break out a jackhammer, but um, it, 
it's definitely something we do. Well, you don't use dynamite. You don't use dynamite. No, we don't use dynamite. That's also (laughs) kind of cool because Millburgers has a uh, guarantee guarantee when they plant the trees, too. Yes, we do. Oh, really? So if you plant them, you guarantee it? For a year. Within reason. For a year? For a year, yeah. Okay. Well, do you have these in stock, and do you have um, Um, Almost all of those, yes. Okay. In, one, in, one, in one size or another. Yeah, several different sizes. Well, if you're planning it, I'm not as worried about what size it is. Well, I've got tre- <laughs> we've got trees, and we don't talk about this very often, but we have trees for in instant gratification situations too. So yeah, uh, no, no, I don't. She need doesn't. That. She doesn't sound too old to me. No, I don't need that. Don't I can wait. Be, don't I have to be old. Time. They want instant gratification. <laughs> well, my, yeah. My wife's not old. She always wants instant gratification. <laughs> she wants to sit under the tree now, huh? Yeah. yeah. No, I can wait. I can wait. Well, great. Okay. I will come visit you. Thank you yeah. so much. Cool. Hey. Bye. Thanks. Well, Do you want Sue to ask for you? or? Uh, she just go to the register, and we'll All be right. the first available person to holler back there. Hope you heard that, Sue. So just come to the register, and somebody will take care of you here at Mill Burgers at 1604. And Boulevardy Road. What else is going on, Trace? Ah, well, I came up to try to get my last uh, hurrah in for the plant of the weekend. That's a good-looking plant. So everybody out there has probably heard of Asian jasmine. So they, they come up with new strains all the time. And uh, this is the, the newest one for us. It's called Summer Sunset. So the leaf and everything is very, very similar to the regular Asian jasmine, but yet it has a variegation in it. So... Uh, the picture showed some cream, but this one's got yellows and reds, and I've seen oranges pop up in it, too. So you can have some, some variation amongst your, your traditional ground covers, uh, somewhat deer resistance, and a uh, great way to add color to a to ground cover situation. Yeah, we always talk about going online and looking at it if you're unfamiliar with it. Uh, Trace described it very well. A wide variety of different colors, including the yellows, the reds, the oranges, the cream colors, the greens. Uh, but go online and look at this because, yeah, when you see it uh, kind of fully uh, grown and, and spread out, it really is very, very pretty. And it does need to be in the sun to get those colors in it. Otherwise, okay. you'll revert more back to the traditional Asian jasmine leaf color. All right. So check it out online. It's five ninety nine. They're five ninety nine in a quart-sized pot, and I did not do a count. Those. Okay. But uh, we started with 36. I'm sure there's still some out there. That looked nice, too, in a uh, containers. If you got some nice containers right oh, yeah. in front of your we, front door. We yeah. did one of the uh, – a few years ago we had the plant of the weekend that was uh, the one with the pink in the in the leaf. And we actually had to plant some in a whiskey barrel and trailed off the side, and it was gorgeous. Yeah, I bet it caught lots of eyes. Um, all right. So uh, call 210-497-3760. If you can't come by today, but you want to make sure, they just put it aside for you, 210-497-3760, and somebody will help you and uh, walk you through the process. So, uh, cool. That's the uh, Summer Sunset Asiatic Jasmine. Thanks, Trace. Thank you, sir. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. It's 
Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Do you love herbs? Have you thought about what you want to grow or what varieties you want to plant in the fall? Or maybe you just don't know how to use them fresh from the garden. Well, have we got a seminar for you. Next Saturday, October 6th from 10 to 11.30, Mary Dunford, the herb expert and owner of Nature's Herb Farm, is going to be on hand to show you what you can do with herbs. She'll talk about the best varieties for this area. She'll talk about the best herbs to grow for flavor or fragrance or just garden success. So don't miss it. If you are interested in herbs or you've always thought about this, then this is the class you want to be a part of. Mary does a great job, and we're looking forward to having her. It's this Saturday, October 6, 10 to 11.30 at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Verde Road. This is just one of the ways that Millburgers helps make sure you have a great gardening experience. Next Saturday, 10 to 11.30 at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Verde Road. Investment advisory services offered through Pax Financial Group. What if you knew in advance the money decisions you'd have to face this year and next? And better yet, how to make the right choices? Well, I've got just the book for you. After years of experience and a deep passion to inspire others, Daryl Lyons has authored his third book, 18 to 80, A Simple and Practical Guide to Money and Retirement for All Ages. It's endorsed by Dave Ramsey. If you want to know more, get 18 to 80 at Amazon.com or PaxFinancialGroup.com. It's coming out October 2018. Hey, it's Mike Gallagher. You may not know that my radio career took off out of Greenville, South Carolina, which is also the hometown of Dixie Bishop and her company, Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. If you follow Dixie Bishop on Facebook, you know she's all about keeping Texas red, and she's also passionate about serving you when you have a plumbing problem. If it's installing gas lines, sewer lines, tankless water heaters, you name it. Or if you have any plumbing emergency, Texas Plumbing Diagnostics responds to your emergency stat. Do business with a like-minded company. God bless Texas and Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. Here's Dixie Bishop. Thanks, Mike. At Texas Plumbing Diagnostics, we'll find your plumbing problem and we'll fix your problem. Call 210-698-9790 or find us at tpdtx.com for Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We respond to your emergency stat. Okay, it's down to the wire. Our last chance. There's no time on the clock. What you got? Wow, you can really get some great discounted deals at the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. Um, that's great, but what's the play? I can save thousands of dollars just by shopping on the Marketplace page. And I don't have to leave the booth. Coach! What play do you want to run? There are so many deals, school tuition, household items, even security for the stadium. Coach, you got to check this out. Delay of game, offense, 15 yards, game over. No, 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 no. Okay, Coach, I got the play. Coach? Coach? Check out all the great deals at the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. Coach? Every day, every minute, news is breaking. Stories are being updated. Lives are being changed. So stay ahead of the curve and get the right information you need every day. 930 a.m. The Answer. 930 a.m. The Stick with us. You won't miss a thing. Take 9.30 a.m. The Answer with you everywhere you go with the 9.30 a.m. The Answer app. Simply go to the App Store on your mobile device, type in 9.30 a.m. The Answer, download the app, and you'll always be in touch. Breaking news, stimulating talk, 9.30 a.m. The Answer.
Jamil Burgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. All right, what else we got going on? Here somebody wrote in and said, I have some wonderful okra plants this year. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever heard okra <laughs> described as wonderful. Maybe it's a variety. They like the like, like pomegranates. They like it's the blooms. Wonderful okra. Oh, is that what it is? How can I save some seed to plant again next year? Is this possible? Ha! <laughs> the answer, answer is just leave a few pods on the plant until they turn brown. Cut them off uh, with pruning shears or whatever and store them in a dry area such as in the garage. They will split open and you can remove the seed and plant them next spring. Uh, uh, that's that's true with uh, Clemson Spineless. It splits open. But uh, Oscar, Oscar Okra doesn't, uh, or Louisiana Green Velvet doesn't split open. But uh, certainly but they, easy to they, come, they come back true from seed, and they grow fast. And, and all you, all you <laughs> I think I'm on my cord. <laughs> there we go. So that, I got you. But in, anyway, uh, uh, so you can save the seed okra. They're they're they can be cross pollinated, but uh, I imagine you just got one kind. And Malcolm so used to, to worry about that. store them in big fifty five gallon. Drums. He right. just pour, he just put the whole pod and everything in there, and then as people came to events or whatever, oh, wow. take they'd have some seed. Yeah, uh, I've I've had a we've I found a, a friend of mine that uh, grew us some more Oscar okra seed, and uh, he gave he gave me two real big wheelbarrows full of uh, seed that he he cut. He, he cut the pods off, left it on the stalks, and uh, some of my volunteers would go through there and, and cut them off the stalks, leave them in the pod. And then I I was always wondering about how to store the seed or how to package the seed. So I, I just leave it. I just give the pods away and That's everything else. I get a, I could I joke with people, not, don't be calling me asking me which end of this pod to plant uh-huh. in the ground. You know, without shelling the seed. Oh, out. okay. And and I always say, if you want to plant the pot in the sea in the ground, you plant it with the the sharp end up, the skinny end up. And uh, they say, oh, we know better than to do that. We we shell them out. Uh, yeah, you'll be calling. <laughs> you'll be calling next spring to find out which end of that pod to plant in the ground. Uh, this is a good question that that we uh, we get, we got. That said uh, this question is a neighborhood question, as we are all experiencing the same thing. We all have Bermuda grass. I have a fairly large backyard, 34 pallets of soil sod. That's a big. Yeah. After all this rain, when we mow, especially my backyard. The grass is pretty much brown with some green peeking through. I put out winterizer fertilizer last fall and again fertilized this spring. 
Is our problem too much rain or are we lacking nutrients? The uh, Bermuda grass turning brown after the heavy rain. The problem is that you're not mowing it frequently enough, or they couldn't mow it frequently enough when it was when it was raining. And uh, Bermuda should be mowed at one and a half, one and a half to two inches, and mowed frequently enough that you never cut off more than one third of its height. And I was talking to a lot of people that. Uh, uh, had you know, it got out of it got out of control. They couldn't get in there to mow, and so when they went in and mowed at their regular height, it looked like there's no grass. There. It looked it looked like it's browned out. It looked like it's got a disease or something. So uh, that that's happening. All, I imagine all over town. There's nothing you can spray. Nothing you can do. Just go ahead and put your winterizer fertilizer down if you want to f- fertilize it a little bit. And uh, it it may may grow out of it a little bit, but uh, once you brown a lawn, once you brown a Bermuda grass lawn out like that, it takes a long time for it to recover. Well, the minute you uh, especially this is hybrid Bermuda we're talking about. The minute you give up or you make a decision to change things, then the Bermuda decides to take over. Yeah, right. I was only fooling. I'm here. (laughs) And I'm ready to grow. Did you see? (laughs) Did she have a question? Yes, she did. Oh. Did we want to kind of? um... Oh, okay. Oh. She's way over there. Okay, well, she'll come up and talk to us. All right. They also got a question and said, I have a Texas Star Biscuit that I brought last year that did beautifully. I cut it back in the winter, and this year it just took off and had, had many beautiful blooms. Then all of a sudden the new buds started turning brown and will not bloom. It's in a huge cast iron pot, and we kept it watered. Could it possibly... Could, you possibly tell me what might be the disease that my plant had. Okay. When we deal with perennial hibiscus at this time of the year, uh, they kind of shut down their growth. If you, if you didn't cut them back in July, if you didn't cut them back in July, they kind of shut down their growth because of day length, the, the changes in day length. And uh, so that, that could... Cause and they'll also lose their foliage. Slowly begin to lose their foliage. So uh, don't put her on the mic. She'll be talking all day long. <laughs> <laughs> he was we, just we giving know, you a hard we time. We know her. She she used to be an sure. she used to be an extension person. Do you want to come on the mic? No. Uh, okay. Ever describe what's going on here? Here you go. You're on the air, and I then take you can... it up. It looks like she she picked up some twigs. Out what of you the got yard. there? Dwarfville pond holly, and it looks. Is it? They're uh, just shedding, dropping, dropping little fine leaves all over, and it looks like they're just little twigs left wow. on the. Now is is there is that area soggy? That soil. Probably from the rain. Yeah. Twelve, fifteen inch, but I have three of them, and two are fine. Maybe. And then there's just this one that is just... How long have they been there? Uh, since spring, yeah. May, too wet. Yeah, that I think the 17 inches 
probably the, the, maybe that's the lower one and it's getting soggy and you're getting a could be now you you might 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 just recover naturally as things dry out but you better you better see if you have to if it's soggy there you might have to even just lift it up a little bit and raise the soil a little bit put some fresh soil maybe around it that'd be drier yeah but get it up, up. and it's, the root system should be easy to to move up yeah just just that's, a good, that's, a, good that's a good plant okay. yeah well i thought it was too but it has just shed these little it's tiny it's not going to die okay that's what i wanted to know it's it not going to die it looks like it i've looked for worms it's I've just shedding for... it's just shedding a few leaves okay like I don't. It. I don't think you could kill it unless you dried it out, and that would be severely dried out at this time. Now, of you, is that a challenge to her? She could kill it. Yeah. Well, that's true too. Perfect. Great. Thank but, you. Thank you. So, it may recover naturally, but I. I think I would. I would see if you can lift it up a little okay. bit and put a little more soil okay. in there. So did Shirley Johnson die? I heard that she was in the obituary the other day. No, I haven't seen it yet. No, you haven't I, seen I believe it? Shirley's okay. Okay, yeah. Thank Last goodness. I heard. Yes. As old as she is, you know you have to look every day. I know, and we're all right behind her. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> is it okay to plant the daylily now? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I think one brown. Okay. Okay. Right. Thanks. Talk to you later. Good job. All right, so did you finish up on your perennial hibiscus? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so this time of year, if you got them, what the, the, They're beginning to decline. Okay. If you didn't cut them back in July like we were talking and about. And what does decline mean? What, Drop how, their leaves and, okay. uh, and uh, quit blooming. Look dead? Yeah, look dead. Okay. And... Uh, it's not from over water, you know. Those plants are yeah. Remember you swamp plants. Yeah, you told us that. That was, and so uh, uh, it's not it's not too much water. Uh, Far said it, it also might be a uh, it might be a th- uh, thrips. Oh wow! It could be thrips on that, but uh, at this time of the year, uh, they start all perennial hibiscus start declining. Okay. It doesn't matter what you do. Right. It doesn't matter what you do. You put them in a greenhouse. Fertilize. Spray every insecticide, fungicide you want that's not going to stop that decline. Yeah. So you just cut them back to the ground. All right. 210 Bathroom's right around the corner there. Boy, <laughs> it's a wonder anybody comes to visit us. You need a hand? All. You need a hand? That's ours, Brainy. She used to, I mean, ours. So. Well, uh, she's, she's changed names since I saw her. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you mean right. she changed names? She got married. Again? (laughs) I don't know about again. (laughs) All right, well. Uh, All right, focus now. uh, You want to finish up talking about some of the uh, events coming up, and that'll that'll kind of take us out? Okay, real uh, the tree maintenance work, tree management workshop, uh, AgriLife Extension, uh, 210-631-0400, and that's on October 11th. All-day program, $40. Uh, get all the uh, CEUs that you need for your pesticide license. And uh, 
It'll be over there at the Botanical Gardens. Uh, so uh, give them a call or go to the AgriLife Extension for more information, October 11th. Uh, also, the Water Saver Landscape Design School, uh, sponsored by the Garden Volunteers of South Texas plus uh, San Antonio Water System. And that will be at the Pearl Brewery, and that's next Saturday at 830 and that the price there is thirty dollars for individuals, fifty dollars for uh, people from the same um, household. And uh, for more information on them, two ten two five one eight one zero one. That's another uh, good program. If you got questions about what you're going to do with your landscape. And don't forget, if you're an herb lover, uh, Mary Dunford will be here next Saturday from 10 to 11.30 talking about herbs, how to prepare them, what to pick, how to grow them, how to cook them, all kinds of good stuff. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.